0: Welcome back to the Mel K show. This is a a crazy time. You know, we're going into 2024. And what I believe is that we need to have everyone out there that is really fighting for transparency and truth and trying to not just save this country, but not go into another giant war. Uh, amplified as much as possible. My guest today has a giant reach, but you might not know him. And I am honored to have him on the show. Thank you for joining me, Jimmy Dore.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me, Mel. Your voice sounds very familiar to me.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> uh, I maybe like like uh, like I've known that voice some from somewhere.
0: Well, maybe because I spent 20 years uh, lurking around Hollywood where you are. So uh, I've been very loud for a long time and uh, kind of fell into this a uh, couple of during COVID, uh, like a lot of people, and uh, said, I, I, I don't understand what's going on. I need to figure it out. And you were one of the voices that I listen to a lot. And um, so for my audience, first and foremost, I want you to just briefly tell who you are for anyone that might not somehow know who you are. And then I want to get into... You know what you've been talking about, and how we can possibly turn uh, this ship around that is not going in a great direction.
1: Well, I'm a stand-up comedian. That's my first profession. That was my, you know, my vocation, my calling. I've uh, I moved to Los Angeles in 1995 to pursue stand-up comedy, and it kind of worked out right away. So I started getting on television, and then I had a couple of Comedy Central specials. Uh, my special in 2008 citizen, Jimmy was chosen best of the year by iTunes. And the reason I tell you that is because if I don't, nobody will. And, uh, so I also, my, uh, my latest special, I did a special for Hulu in 2015. I wrote a book called your country's just not that into you. That was released on running press. And, um, my latest special is called COVID lies are funny. And that's available at com. Yeah, uh, and- so I, I, I started doing a. You no, know, I started doing a a public radio show, and I think it's about 2009, on KPFK in Los Angeles, and then it went nationwide on the Pacifica Network, and I did that up until about two years ago, and now it's just on WBAI in New York. And uh, I also started working with the Young Turks, and uh, they used to build themselves, they still do, as the largest online news network in America, even though I get double, sometimes triple their views. so um I, I I had a uh I worked with Jenk Uger and all those people over there I learned how to do a YouTube show the way uh, I do it now and I started my YouTube show in 2016 and um here we are so now I have a uh, uh, 1.2 million subscribers and uh um now even now you know about me
0: I know about you for a long time I used to see your name and uh comedy store and everywhere. I, you know, I was in that world for a long time, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't care much for politics and, uh, or, or, or much of any of this, like many people, I was doing my thing as a writer and, and living that life. And, uh, Then um, a lot of things changed and you came into my orbit um, several years ago. And I think that you um, are a unique voice out there right now because I am looking at 2024 and I am seeing uh, pending chaos, all kinds of uh, lies, inverted truths. And I think you're one of those people out there that's actually looking for the truth wherever it is and uh, wherever it leads. And I I wanted to talk a little bit first and foremost, you recently... um, one of the biggest things that I know of you and in following you is that you were very anti-war. You were very honest about uh, the military-industrial complex, the danger of which has uh, has exploded, if not uh, imploded, over the last several years. And you recently, um, not too long ago, went to the UN to speak about um, what is going on in our country. So first and foremost, I wanted to talk a little bit about what you're seeing in our foreign policy and what the people are not understanding about where we are right now as a country.
1: Well, yeah, I got invited to the uh, speak to the UN Security Council on the anniversary of the Nord Stream pipeline uh, sabotage by the US and NATO. And um what what people don't know in the United States is that every war is a lie. That every war we've been in in my lifetime is a lie, built on a lie surrounded by lies and perpetuated by lies. Um, And so the the funny thing was Barack Obama was elected because they saw him as the antidote to George Bush. But of course, he dropped more bombs than George Bush. He was not a a departure from George Bush. He was a continuation. And why is that? Because he worked for the exact same people. Uh, and how do I know that Barack Obama works for the exact same people as George Bush and Dick Cheney, the military industrial complex and Wall Street? Is because uh, it was revealed from an email that came from Citigroup. Uh, They wanted uh, these were the people they wanted in Barack Obama's cabinet and his administration. And every single name on that email ended up in Barack Obama's cabinet and in his uh, uh, administration. And the reason I know about that email is because Julian Assange revealed that email through WikiLeaks, which is one of the reasons why they've been trying to kill that guy for the last 10 years. So as you have people uh, pontificating like Joe Biden and the Democrats and the corporate media saying that Donald Trump is the enemy of journalism and he's the enemy of free speech, and he's a dictator and all those things, those same people are trying to kill Julian Assange. Right. Those exactly, why are they trying to kill him? They also have people misinformed about why they are upset at Julian Assange. People think it's because he worked in collusion with Russia to, to tap the, uh, to, uh, to break into the DNC server and release Hillary Clinton's emails that showed she was cheating Bernie Sanders in the primary, which she did. And uh, that's not why. But first of all, he didn't work with Russia to do that. That came from Seth Rich. We know that now because the FBI lied about Seth Rich. They lied about his laptop. They said they didn't have it. Then they said they had it. Then they said they couldn't get the data. Then they said they had the data. And now they don't want to release the data for 65 years. So now that's you know how you know exactly what happened. Seth Rich, down, I, I debunked that Russiagate at my show with Bill Binney, who was the top NSA codebreaker, who the FBI also tried to entrap, but he's smarter than the FBI. And he outsmarted them so they couldn't get him put in jail. And so he came on my show and he showed us technically how the DNC server was not hacked. It was uh, it was a thumbnail, uh, a thumb drive. Right. So it was uh, it was locally downloaded. That was Seth Rich. And then he gave it to WikiLeaks. And that's how that happened. And so the reason why they're going after Julian Assange. Uh, is because he revealed that they're they're going after him for revealing war crimes, that he got the information from Chelsea Manning. Now Chelsea Manning is now trans, and so someone said on my show maybe it was Tucker Carlson that that was a smart move on Chelsea Manning's part because now they know that he he's. They'll, they're laying off of him or her as as you've noticed. Yep. And so but that's not the same thing for Julian Assange. Right. So he's still he's still a cisgendered male and they're going after him. And it's because he revealed war crimes of the establishment and they can't have that. So uh, I also the big thing he did was he revealed how the CIA hacks into our phones and uh, all their spyware. And that was also another. And so uh, Pompeo, when he was the Uh, That's the thing they never talk about. So when Pompeo was Donald Trump's head of the CIA, so Trump was a novice politically. I don't think he knew what a scumbag Pompeo was and that Pompeo actually had, he was plotting to kill Julian Assange. So the people who are claiming uh, that the bad thing about Donald Trump is that he was rude to Jim Acosta at a press conference. Of course, they don't talk about the real thing is that they're trying to kill the most decorated journalists of our generation. And the reason why they're doing that is because he crossed a military industrial complex and in Wall Street at the same time. And he revealed their secrets. It wasn't because he was working with Russia because he wasn't. It was because he told the truth that you, you don't get in trouble in the in the press, and the media, in the United States, and the Western world for telling. For Telling lies. If you tell lies, you get promoted, you get a $35 million contract like Rachel Maddow did, because she did all those lies for Russiagate. She's always lied for every war. And here's the thing that people don't know about every war. Like, for instance, the latest war, Ukraine, right? right. So they don't know that when the corporate media talks about Ukraine, they start at the third act. They don't tell you act one and act two. Act one was that uh, we overthrew the democratically elected government of Ukraine, the CIA did, with the help of the Nazis, literal Nazis inside Ukraine. That's where the Nazis went. They went to Ukraine. And so the CIA hooked up with them. They committed a coup. They overthrew the democratically elected government of Ukraine. And then the people, the Russian-speaking Ukrainians who lived in the eastern part of Ukraine called the Donbass, didn't want to go along with that coup government. And so what did the coup government of Ukraine do? They started killing those people. They started shelling them and bombing them. And so, in order to stop that, there was a peace agreement called Minsk, the Minsk Accords. There was no two of those. And that's when they had the Ukraine. Ukrainian government had agreed to stop shelling and killing the people in the eastern part of their own country. And, and they were going to give them some autonomy. Well, that ne- they never abided by those agreements. They broke everyone and they kept killing those people. So when Putin invaded, and people in America think that uh, Vladimir Putin woke up one day in February 2022 and decided to commit a war of aggression and that he's going to keep marching on to Europe. That's what they're told in the corporate press. That's what Rachel Maddow tells them. And that's what Sean Hannity tells them well that's not what so now you know the rest of the story the reason why vladimir putin did that a big reason why he didn't invade ukraine to start a war he invaded ukraine to stop a war and to stop the war that nato and ukraine had been committing against the people in the eastern part of their own country so that's a big thing that they don't know right. and they don't want and a lot of people don't want to know that and if you tell people that they'll say that's russian propaganda
0: i know and it's so crazy because here's the thing We are not in a situation right now in America where the people are informed at all. In fact, I think you probably would agree with me. I've been saying for three and a half years that we don't have a left or right Republican and Democrat. Our country is being ruled by a globalist billionaire oligarch uh, yes. Group that I call the Fourth Reich. The ADL doesn't like that, but I look at what what the Third Reich really had to say in tw- in the 30s and 40s, and I look at this group of people. And I'll tell you right now, I believe our country is captured from uh, DC all the way down to local governments, and that we, the people of the United States, have essentially no say in what is going on in this nation. What's scary about that, as you know, and you've spoken out a lot about it, and I want to talk about it today, is that. Um, What they are signaling this week, uh, G talked about uh, he is going to reunify China. We know about One China Plan, all of that. I believe that the rhetoric will start from the military-industrial complex uh, as we are speaking right now, that we have to go protect democracy in Taiwan. And uh, the American people will once again be fed almost the exact same, in my opinion, uh, talking points they were about Ukraine. Uh, both, both countries um, have their own problems. But again, we the people, or at least me, do not want what I believe we are already in a World War III to escalate to the next level. And yet the people in D.C., the Uniparty, and that is owned by these uh, globalist billionaires that would I believe also would like to see the world implode Um, seem to be marching ahead with the idea that we are going to now start another front, and now a four-front war, if not five, six-front war, if people count in Yemen and Syria, in Taiwan. Uh, What are your thoughts on on this this, uh, messaging going out there, and what should the people know about it?
1: So it's the same old thing. They pretend that they're doing this for the poor people of Taiwan. You know, I went to a thing a couple years ago called the Oslo Freedom Forum, And. uh, I that's when I really woke up to how this game works, so let's say the United States uh, wants to go to war with Iran, so what they do is they prop up people who are fighting against the government, people who might be repressed by the Iranian government in some way, and so they try to highlight them and prop them up and say, look how horrible this government is. Uh, there's oppressing their own people. We have to go in and we have to save these people. So the same thing they do with Taiwan, the same thing they do with Ukraine, the same thing, it's all it's all pretend, right? It's a, and you know, as I had to explain to Marian Williamson when she was on my show, uh, she thought that we were funding the Ukraine war because we cared about the Ukraine people. And I was like, really, the United States cares about people? Don't you think if they cared about people, they'd start with the people in their own goddamn country? There's people living under every bridge. People go bankrupt when they get sick. They can't afford uh, health care. People don't have a living wage. Uh, they can't afford cows. They're under mountains of debt. The, the latest generation can't afford to even to buy a house anymore. You think the United States would care about? Look what they look how much they cared about the people of Maui. So they don't. They don't. They don't. They won't give us clean water. Flint, Flint still has lead in their water, and there's lead in pipes all over this country. So this idea that we are going to war ever to help other people is always a lie. The reason why we were in, in Iraq was for the oil. I mean, Trump is the only guy who ever told the truth about that. So we're in Syria right now. Now, as we demonize Putin as a thug, we're occupying a country right next to Ukraine called Syria. We're occupying a third of that country illegally. Which third? The third that has the oil. And when they asked Trump, why are you leaving troops in Syria? He said the truth. He goes, I'm leaving it for the oil. It's our oil and we're taking it. And so that was not the way the president of the United States is supposed to handle that. He's supposed to say, because we're fighting against terrorism, we're fighting against a dictator, we're fighting the... But the truth about Syria is we actually are fighting with terrorists. We're we're funding al- Al-Qaeda, Al-Nusra and ISIS inside Syria, because we wanted to overthrow Bashar al-Assad. Why do you want to do that? So they can put a pipeline through Syria. And of course they don't want that, just like we didn't want the Nord Stream pipeline, so we blew that up. Because the United States and the West and. Israel wants to sell more uh energy to we want to be the energy providers and we wanted this is an economic war with Russia but of course it's backfired on us Russia is now closer to China which is the last thing we should have ever done everybody from Noam Chomsky to Henry Kissinger said that was a bad idea to do that but if and they said that's the kind of stuff that uh, Donald Trump was going to do when he became president he was going to make these strategic blunders and he was going to strengthen our enemies and even our friends would turn against us well now that's that's exactly what Joe Biden, Anthony Blinken, and his neocon administration has done. Now there are power, economic power centers developing to oppose the United States and our Western hegemony, and that's one. And it's called BRICS, right? So that's where all these huge oil-producing and now even even Saudi Arabia, which has has promised the United States since 1973 that they wouldn't sell oil in any other denomination except U.S. dollars. They've now started selling oil in other denominations, which undermines the petrodollar, which people don't know anything about. But that's the reason why the United States can print $113 billion and send it to Ukraine. And it's because the United States dollar is the reserve currency of the world. But that's going away. And that's going to screw up our economy way more than anybody knows. And of course, they never talk about that because if they did talk about that, um, people would be on edge about it and they would start demanding change in our government. But the the corporate media is not there to inform people. It's there to keep you uninformed and at best misinformed. So you go along with the agenda of the handful of billionaires that own that. And just like you said, it's the same handful of billionaires that run the entire global economy.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, and it's really important that the American people understand right now that the trajectory that we are on, the stakes of this nation right now are terrible. Because I believe this billionaire globalist oligarchy that doesn't hide itself. I I look at Agenda 2030 or the 17 development goals that Barack Obama signed on to in 2015, and it appears to me that everything that uh, Biden and, and his trilateral friends and his Rhodes Scholar friends and his Davos friends and his BlackRock friends—they're all post-America already. They, they I feel like they are done. The controlled demolition of America is the goal, and once they can get America off the map, you know, I I keep saying, you know, they're not really after America, they're after the world and America's kind of in the way. So if they can uh, uh, wrap up this uh, color revolution they've been pulling in the United States, then they'll have a lot better chance of having their Hunger Games end game here. But the problem is that uh, the American people still do have a window to actually wake up and understand what's going on. You're a big voice in that movement of uh, inspiring and and pushing people to see the truth. Now, for me, when you say, and I, I agree with this, both Bushes, Barack Obama, Clinton, uh, o Biden, I call him, uh, are all involved in, in one thing. And something happened, as you know, uh, in 2000 called the Project for a New American Century. And they uh, put right. together a document, which if people read it, it's on my website on the resource page under opposition playbooks. Unfortunately, it's our own government that's an opposition playbook there. But when you read this it talks about something it sounds like Darth Vader wrote this thing and it's about taking over the world militarily by force basically in in these color revolutions one after another this is before 911 the document in the beginning says like they need a pearl harbor of some sort from that point on this nation has basically gone around the world uh in tandem with the NATO IMF World Bank and done things in the name of we the people with our money uh that most people would would be horrified by but here we are, Jimmy, and the problem is that what we have done is we did we we missed an opportunity, in my opinion, because I believe the Belt and Road Initiative is way beyond the uh, the point that anyone can do anything about it. And when I look at the Belt and Road Initiative and everything China has done with that since, because it appears at the same time that the PNAC document came out and Rumsfeld and Cheney and, and Wolfowitz and all them were planning their militarized takeover of the world. The Chinese were like, well, we're just going to build ports and we're going to build railroads and we're going to build mi- help people with mining all over the world. And that's how we're going to go. And where we should probably been countering China with that same strategy, but we're going to export our hopes for that nation. We didn't. We didn't do that. So now we're at a place where most of the world, I think 130 countries are signed on with China in their Belt and Road Initiative. And there's nothing we can do about it. And yet we have people in D.C., these military industrial complex and a lot of these psychopaths talking about, well, we're going to go to war now with Russia and China. There is nothing that can be stopped. And the only thing that needs to be done is to figure out how we can recalibrate to make sure that all nations can work in this framework that is already laid down and cooperate going forward and avoid World War III or some nuclear implosion, and you know the powers that be have no solutions. What what is your take on where we are? Because. You know, I heard Lindsey Graham psychotically on TV saying, we're going to just blow Iran off the map. No, you're not. You're not going to blow Iran off the map. Russia and China are together. Like, you're talking about the BRICS. They're all in. So the American people have to really understand our, our standing in the world right now is so fragile because of these horrible decisions made over the last, you know, 50 years, but certainly the last 20 years. What is your take on if you were, if Jimmy Dore was given the opportunity to advise, The foreign policy going forward, what moves would you make to to derail this uh, World War three push for, in my opinion?
1: Well, I mean, look what we did in Afghanistan, right? Didn't we spend a trillion dollars in Afghanistan killing people and wrecking their society? And it would have been much more effective for the security of the United States if we just would have uh, flew C-35 planes over there, opened the cargo door and just sprayed A trillion dollars at the people and given it to them because then they would like us and we wouldn't have created all those extra terrorists and we wouldn't have created all that misery and that that's basically what China has decided to do so what so the the, so the prospect for a new American century which is that document you're talking about what it laid out was that the United States was going to invade seven Muslim countries and uh basically try to uh uh, set up puppet governments or governments that we wanted, and therefore we would be able to also steal their natural resources. And uh, I always get, get but the, those seven countries were Iraq, Libya, Syria, um, uh, er, uh, Iran, well, and, and uh, Lebanon, and uh, one more but and the ones that they haven't done yet is Lebanon and Iran and of course that's what just uh, Lindsey Graham just said he wants to go do and right. that's what this uh this Israel Palestine uh conflict is is going to lead to and so this has been in the plant and works all along. And the, I the way the, the way I know about this was because of that document, but also because of General Wesley Clark talked about this after nine eleven. He, he said famously on Democracy Now that when he went to the Pentagon after nine eleven, his friends called him into their offices and said, "Look, they have an they have the plan here to go invade seven Muslim countries in five years and overthrow." And, the, and he said, "Why?" He goes, "I don't know. That's what that's you know. That's what they want to do." So that's that's been the, and of course, that's never going to get reported by Sean Hannity or Rachel Maddow. They're going to tell you that uh, Iran are bad people because they uh, they oppress their women. Uh, they're going to tell you that Libya, that uh, Muammar is a bad guy, even though it was the most successful country in all of I- Africa. Uh, and now we've turned it into a fail. Everybody had health care. Everybody had housing. Everybody had education in Libya. And now we turn it into a failed state run by uh, terrorists with open slave markets. That's what we do. Look look how we wrecked Syria. And that was, all again, this is all uh, about a Western hegemony. It's all about what. And right now, or Germany, after we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, they're paying three and four times the price or energy than they were before. And why they go along with it, I don't have any idea. I think it's because we have a thousand military bases around the world and nobody can compete with us militarily. But of course, you know, that's exactly how all empires end, right? So we're not, we won't take care of our own people while we expect, ex, ex, and now we can't even get people to join our own military in the United States. And Dick Durbin was on the sta- uh, floor of the Senate just a few weeks ago saying, we have to allow illegal aliens to join our military. And, uh, and if they join, we'll make them citizens. And so that's exact I'm pretty sure I'm not a I'm not a history uh, a buff, but I'm pretty sure that's how Rome ends. As soon as you have right. foreign people occupying your military, then you're over. So uh yeah. So what I would do was instead of exporting death, because we have a death economy, instead of exporting cluster bombs around the world, uh I would export I would do what China's doing, help people yeah. build and yeah. become, you know, if If Israel didn't have the backing of the U.S. military and our treasury, they would have to become a good neighbor. And, of course, what they're doing instead of that is they're the ones they wanted us to go into war with Iraq. We did. They wanted us to go to war with Libya. We did. They want us to go to war with Iran right now. And we're very close to it. Uh, Trump was able to resist it. Trump didn't bomb the people. He, He killed a general uh but so they wanted us to go to war in syria this is all israel's this is benjamin netanyahu who by the way kill, killed killed uh, the yitzhak rabin right who was the guy who was going to bring peace to the israel's uh, and and palestine and so netanyahu and his faction the lakud party they killed him and so this is their agenda their agenda and the deep state of the united states is the Mossad. Also, people just think it's the CIA and the FBI. It's also the Mossad, right, which is what your Jeffrey Epstein comes in and uh, all of that. So this and so that's why every politician is afraid to say anything against. I mean, it took a literal genocide in Palestine for for even the Palestinian um, lawmakers in Congress to say something. And now all they will do is call for a ceasefire. Nobody's calling for to stop funding Israel. So that's how afraid. They, so uh, U.S. politicians, their first loyalty is to another country and not to you. They're, I don't know where their loyalty is to the American I don't people. It's, it's nowhere. right? If you So this idea that they and they put and everything that every accusation they make against Trump. And I need to let people know I didn't vote for Trump. I'm not a Trump fan. Uh, You know, I I think the way you get to become a billionaire is obviously uh, by crushing people and being ruthless. So but he's uh, uh, but uh, what they're doing to Trump, uh, they're going to do to anybody who's an outsider. Right. So any if if Cornell West ever found his balls and actually stood up and called Joe Biden a fascist that he is and he actually opposed the empire, which he doesn't, he's part of he's comes from ivory towers. He lived at Harvard for 40 years. So that's what he's not really exactly. of the working class that right. this guy's not, you know, and it's obvious in his rhetoric. Right. And so he's still using the rhetoric that divides us, talking about LGBTQ trans issues and talking about white supremacy. Those are things that that BlackRock and Vanguard and the billionaire class wants him to keep talking about. And so he does keep talking about it. And um, so I forget where I was going with this, but. um, no, Well,
0: we were talking about solutions because right now it's it's literally going to be up to the American people to actually get get it together and stand up. And it's not happening. And I'm not sure why, because it's very clear to me and obviously you. And and we really have to understand the the stakes for our nation, the America. Yes. You're talking about the fall of Rome. So, we are very close to that.
1: So they, so I remember my point now. That they keep saying that Donald Trump and his MAGA uh, political movement is going to start a, a civil war in the United States. So every accusation they make against Trump is a, a confession of the a billionaire class and the professional managerial class who works for them. So they want to, the people, a handful of bills, there's a a famous scene in that movie network from 1974. And where Ned Beatty is given that speech. And he says, there are no countries. There are only companies in the international transfer of dollars. And you have upset that international transfer of dollars and you must atone. And so those same people don't care about this country they don't care about any country right and so if there's a civil war in the united states that actually favors people like bill gates and jeff bezos and the billionaires who run the country because chaos always favors the establishment and that's why they won't fix the homeless problem and that's why they have an open border and that's why they want us fighting over bathrooms and men and women's sports and things like that because as long as we're distracted by that and people think they're fighting fascism by fighting those those they're not they're being the tools and the dupes of fascists. Right. And so If a civil war comes to this country, it's not going to be because of MAGA and Trump, it's going to be because the billionaires who acts in the donor class that hates Donald Trump, they've engineered it because they want us begging, they want us begging for an authoritarian ruler to come and make us safe again. And that's why after 9-11, people willfully gave, they take their shoes off at the airport still, and uh, they, every email, and we live in a surveillance state right now. Every email, every phone call, every text you make, the government is collecting it and putting it on a server, that's the fact, right? And so, And, and, and so they want even more of that, right? So they want people who are on edge to be kept on edge. They want you to, when you like Tucker Carlson talked about when he came on my show, like, so when you go to the grocery store, uh, you have to step over a homeless person to get inside and then they got everything locked up in, in behind plastic and glass. you have to get somebody to come get it. And then when you leave, you got another drug addict, somebody screaming at you as you get to your car. And so they want this, this is what they want and it's been proven because just a few weeks ago, Xi Jinping visited San Francisco. And guess what Gavin Newsom did? He cleaned up all the homeless problems because he didn't want Xi Jinping to see it. Why? I don't know why. But that's what he did. They asked him, hey, did you do that to get rid uh, of? Did you clean up the homeless problem just so Xi Jinping wouldn't see it? And he said, yes, he admitted. He goes, yes, that's true. And so
0: you and I've been watching that for 20 years every time the Oscars rolls (laughs) around.
1: Just a few years ago, uh, uh Gavin Newsom in California announced that we had a $40 billion surplus. We had a $40 billion surplus. Let's remember that California has a bigger economy than Russia. Okay. Right. So, uh, and I was like, oh, great. He's going to fix homelessness and give everybody health care. He didn't. They didn't fix that. And there's that's why, because it's planned. They don't want to fix homelessness. In fact, they want more people desperate. They want more people afraid. They want that homeless class right outside your doorstep to scare you and to keep you. And so that, that's there's no doubt that that's what's happening. That's why the border, they won't close. That's why they're shipping the thousands and millions of immigrants to all the city centers around the country. And they're bankrupting New York City right now as they send tr- billions of dollars to Ukraine to send to literal Nazis, right? And there's yeah. no tracking on that money. So instead of sending a couple billion dollars to New York City, uh they're going to send no screw you. I we want we want you to be on edge. We want your city to be uh to fall apart as we funnel cuz all the Ukraine war really is is a money laundering operation. And that's what that's what's happening. And the people who are doing that don't care about this country one bit at all. And so I remember um I was watching Bill Maher in the late 90s and uh, George Carlin was on there and he was talking about how the same thing, about how there's yeah. an international cabal of billionaires who have an agenda and they and at some point says, oh, really, Where do I have secret meetings? And George Carlin's response was you don't need to have secret meetings when your agendas align, but right. they do have meetings. They're not in secret. The meeting is every time there's a session of Congress, whose bidding do you think those people are doing? You think they're there working for you, the forklift driver, the truck driver? the grocery store cashier, they're there doing the bidding of the global billionaires who fund them, the same donor class that hates Donald Trump and is now criminalizing him. You know, they scare you into saying, if if you don't vote for Democrats, then we're going to lose our democracy and that Donald Trump is going to, he's going to prosecute his political enemies. The exact thing they're doing to Donald Trump and not only Donald Trump, they're doing it to a group of people who are protesting the expansion of the police state inside America called Stop Cop City. The same RICO laws. When they came up with the RICO statutes, they said they were going to use that to go against the mafia, and that's why everybody was okay with it. Well, now the donor class, of via, vis-a-vis Joe, Joe Biden and his administration and the Justice Department, are using those same RICO statutes to prosecute the political enemies of Joe Biden, the Democrats, and the donor class. Not only them, but the uh, protesters, the same RICO statute and the same grand jury that they used to prosecute Donald Trump, they're using to prosecute the Stop Cop City protesters. Now, when I brought that up to Cornell West, the guy from Harvard on my show, he pretended he didn't see the connection in that. And he slandered me as a Trumper, which just goes to show you that he's just another tool of the establishment and right. he's there to distract you.
0: Yeah, you know it's funny. I watched Roseanne on Bill Maher. Bill Maher says he never heard of the World Economic Forum. He doesn't believe. He never heard
1: most... of Klaus Schwab. He doesn't, he doesn't believe what that's MK true. Is. He's, <laughs> it's and it's impossible. right. I love what Roseanne says. You don't know what M K Ultra is because you're controlled by it.
0: Oh. I hope you're enjoying the show. I was just talking on my new Patriot mobile service. I have to tell you, I'm so excited. They are incredible. They are America first. They they align with my values. And you know what? It's unlimited minutes, unlimited text, Wi-Fi calling, unlimited data, high speed, everything that you could use, just like everyone else. We have our time, we have our vote, and we have our money. And the great thing about Patriot Mobile is your service will be exactly the same. Difference with Patriot Mobile is they are an America first company. And what they do is they reinvest their money into causes that matter to me and matter to you and matter to this nation. At Patriot Mobile, those causes are the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, life liberty the pursuit of happiness the constitution and our children's future so please go to the melk show.com patriot mobile is a partner of ours please use the code melk what i can tell you too is that they are supporting me and they are supporting creators because they believe in the first amendment they believe that censorship is wrong and they are going to put their money where their mouth is do what you can for the creators out there that are doing what i'm doing please go to patriot mobile mel K show All I can say is thank you so much, guys. Supporting my partners supports me and Patriot Mobile is absolutely awesome. I checked them out. We're switching to Patriot Mobile and we hope you do too. Thank you so much. I know, and it's so crazy. And what's great about, about all of it is that there is, I believe, I, I we are never going to hear what the majority is, but you've been all over the country. I've been all over the country. Everywhere I go, people know something's terribly wrong. I'm talking about the average person you sit next to at a bar or on a plane or whatever. Most people know that our country is something's terribly wrong. They're not necessarily sure what is wrong, but they know that it is not functioning in any way, shape or form as intended or in any uh, capacity to help people of this country, we are completely being left out on every level. And a lot of people don't understand that there is a they. You know, people come on there, they're like, uh, in my speeches, I try to explain who they are, like like what you're talking about. And people still refuse to see it. I think that people still feel like it's a betrayal of America somehow to just admit that America has been greatly uh, hijacked and that a lot of things have been done in the name of we the people, that if we knew that they were done, like you put out there a lot, we would be horrified. And and it's time for the people to empower themselves to get out of the idea that there's two parties and right and left, a Republican Democrat. That's total BS. And the bottom line is the only thing we have left is we, the people. And yet all I'm saying, what you're saying too is, We have the situation where we are in some type of color revolution. I'm sure it's the same players, CIA, NED, uh, Mossad, all these people, CCP, whoever it is, that is dividing America amongst each other. I kind of see that they want what happened in Russia for our country to splinter into pieces, fighting against each other, and then they'll pick up the pieces. And the American people need to know that, or guess what happens? That happens, and then they all turn around like all the Germans did and say, we didn't know. Well, we're telling you.
1: So um and it's still it's it, and uh, I, I I hate to keep bringing it up but Uh, You know, also when when Cornel West came on my show, he talked about how Trump is a fascist because he tried to over he tried to upend the peaceful transfer of power on January 6th, which is a lie. And I know he knows that's a lie Yeah. uh, because those people were just pissed off protesters that they thought they thought their election was stolen from them, just like the the other half of the country thought that Russia had stolen the previous election from them, even though that wasn't true. Uh, And so if they really were there to overthrow the government. Then there are a bunch of second amendment gun nuts who showed up to start a revolution and they forgot their guns. Exactly. So that's it's how you so that. that's garbage. It's so it's so ludicrous. And so uh, that's why they're criminalizing you. They want you to hate and fear your neighbor. So they right. want us to think that they want us to think that uh, MAGA and the Trump political movement are your enemy, and but they're my neighbor, they're my they're my mother-in-law, they're right. my cousin. Those are, they're not my enemies. The enemies is the international oligarchy that did a controlled demolition of our economy during COVID as a test run. And they smashed everybody except a handful of millionaires that got made billionaires. And they want me to hate my neighbor for that, for the economic pain we're feeling during that because my neighbor wouldn't take a vaccine that didn't work the way they said it did in the first goddamn place. Well, I'm not going to hate my neighbor. I'm going to join with my neighbor because they're suffering the same way I'm suffering and everybody else is. And I'm going to join with them along class lines to oppose those oligarchs, and that's the only thing that scares them, is when they see the left and the right realize that they have more in common that separates them, and that we share a common enemy. And that enemy isn't MAGA, it isn't Trump, and it isn't the right wing in this country. This common enemy is the oligarchs and the donor class that control everything internationally. Right now, the United States has given up its own sovereignty to who? To the WHO. The WHO is not gonna run pandemics. They're gonna tell you when you can go to work and when you can't. They're gonna tell you when you can travel and when you can't travel. And they want you to get a digital currency. So if you protest any of that, they can turn it off, just like they did to the truckers in Canada. And they called them Nazis, it's the same game. They called them Nazis. And just a couple of months later, the entire parliament of Canada is saluting a legit actual Nazi. And what? Be- it, wh- why are they doing that? Because that helps their money funneling, uh, uh, their their money laundering program, which is the Ukraine war, and of course that's what COVID was too. That was another money funneling. That was a dry run, or it was pretty wet actually. That was a wet run for how to control people, scare them, fear, 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 get them. And buy, and and where did this come from? This came from the military industrial complex. Who is Dr. Fauci? Dr. Fauci works for DARPA, which is the Pentagon, which is the military industrial complex which is why he was the highest paid employee in all of federal government because he headed their bioweapons program and that's where this covid came from so he if if they if covid killed all the millions of people they said he did the person who did that was dr fauci because even barack obama stopped the gain of function research, and then Fauci just ignored it. And he then gave that money to Echo Health Alliance, which is a CIA cutout. And they gave the money to the Wuhan lab to keep doing this. So Dr. Fauci definitely funded this. And so if it killed the millions of people that he says the COVID did, then he's a bigger mass murderer than Adolf Hitler. Yep. And nobody will tell you that on television. Nobody will tell you that in the New York Times or the Washington Post. And the thing I've run up against more than anything is because I'm in comedy clubs all the time. So I'm, I am uh, I just don't sit in a studio and I just don't uh, rub shoulders with people uh, 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 of a certain class. I go in the comedy clubs. I meet people all the time. I'm always talking in green rooms with com- comedians who are blue collar, comedian, that's a very blue collar profession. And the problem is getting them to realize that when they read the New York Times, Washington Post, and when they turn on CNN, Fox, and MSNBC, they're not getting the news. They still think they're getting the news from those places. And I'm, I have to try to keep telling, them. there's only a handful of people who own all those things, right. and they have an agenda. And what you're being is propagandized. and Americans are the most propagandized people in the world, and they have no idea they are. The difference between the United States, China, and the former Soviet Union is the people in the former Soviet Union and China, they know they're being propagandized when they're shown exactly. the news in the United States. They think they're really good. Ge- they think Rachel Maddow wouldn't lie to them because she's gay. A homosexual wouldn't lie to you about war and covid and vaccines. And uh, And then or they also have Chris Hayes. He's a nerd. A nerd wouldn't lie to you. Of course, that's why they get those people, because you think those things about them. They're exactly the type of people that the establishment needs to lie to you. And they're doing a great job of it.
0: Yeah. And uh, 100 percent. And the good the good part is, though, I do believe because I go on the road a lot, too, that um, people are looking for solutions. They're looking for answers. They know a lot of people do know that their neighbors aren't their friends, not enough not not their enemies. But not enough people know that. But but we have to keep doing this because going into 2024, I think it's most important. Like you're saying, I believe left of center, right of center and in the middle, people that don't vote. Remember, there's there's millions and millions of people that don't participate there are millions of people out there that you know want nothing to do with it you know you you're all over the place so you know but it's really important that the american people understand the stakes on the online for 2024 i think it's going to be a really wild year and uh, I am wondering what you uh, what you are looking at going into this year, because, again, we we are going to continue to be divided. You and I are both seeing Hollywood, putting out movies. I've heard from people I know that are still out there making films that it will still speak so, to me that they're going to oh, be a I, propaganda barrage of division. So what's your thinking on 2024?
1: Well, the latest movie on that was uh, Julia Roberts is in a movie that's produced by Obama for Netflix. And. The the two big lies in that movie, one is that um, Iran and China are going to join together to attack us. Right. Uh, we're the ones attacking them. Uh, set, you know, it wasn't China's idea to take all the good jobs in America, turn them into shitty jobs and then send them to China. That was the United States businessmen who had that was our idea. And I don't know how they plan on going to war with China when they China makes all the shit that we use in this country. But the second big lie in that movie was that nobody's in charge? That I don't know if you saw that movie, but that's a big part of it. Oh, nobody's in charge. Even the wealthy—they uh, uh, that is such a propaganda yeah. bullshit. Of course, there's a handful of billionaires that are in right. charge of everything, and you want to know who they are? They're they're at the they're at Davos right. and they're at the Bilderbergs and they're in the WEF. Right. That's who's the people who are in charge and they're actually running everything. And all those people are unelected. Right. And so uh, what's so CBS uh, Morning News, they're already predicting a quote unquote black swan event. Right. Well, uh, black swan events are supposed to be things you can't predict, but they're predicting them. So what does that tell you? That tells you that the CIA, the Mossad and the FBI are up to their usual fuckery and they have something up their sleeve, just like covid. They invented that virus and. uh, it would make sense that they would release it so they could try to get back control of the United States government away from Donald Trump. Just like all those Black Lives Matter uh, protests, right. those were also instigated by the FBI in the deep state. Why? To create chaos in America to make people afraid of Donald Trump and voting for him. And why do they hate Donald Trump so much? Because he puts an ugly face on imperialism and it's harder to sell wars with a guy you've demonized as a racist than it is for with a demented guy like Joe Biden. Plus, he didn't do the wars the way they wanted him to. He ran on an anti-interventionist platform. Nobody right. ever thought he was going to get elected. He does get elected. And he didn't. he's the only president in my lifetime, didn't start a war. So that's what they can't have. So just you deviate from that slightly. And the donor class hates Donald Trump for that.
0: We have a major election coming up. I don't believe it, it has anything to do with a Republican and Democrat. I believe twenty twenty four will be Nothing. will we continue to be American and America, or will we become a global globalist cog in a wheel of some Hunger Games future? Uh, what What are you thinking going into twenty twenty four for yourself? Because we have to meet somewhere uh, to try to save this nation.
1: I th- you know I really put a lot of I I thought that. Um... I originally thought Cornel West was going to be able to uh, – it was a time for a third party and that he was going to be able to coalesce people, but he is not that guy. And then I saw Bobby Kennedy give his speech, a speech, uh, gave a speech on peace and how he's going to be the peace candidate, and he already stood up to the billionaire class and the, the big pharma. So I thought he was real, which I do think he's real, but I, everybody's trying to scratch their head and try to figure out why he – is uh pro-war when it comes to Israel and uh and the Palestine situation and what's happening in the Middle East. I think if Bobby Kennedy could come up with a peace plan. Uh he doesn't need to change what he thinks about he or his allegiance to Israel which he certainly seems to have. He doesn't need to if he could just come up with a peace plan that's workable and uh and then and and instead of being the puppet of Israel actually be uh the guy uh, that dictates to them I think that he could actually be the guy who changes things. But right now it doesn't look like it because uh, he doesn't see he doesn't have a peace plan and he's just kind of parroting whatever Netanyahu says. So uh, uh, but again, if he did get to I think they would just kill him like they did his father and his uncle, Uh, because if you're a real peace candidate, I mean, that's why they hate uh, Donald Trump. That's why they hate Julian Assange. That's why they hate anybody who stands up to that kind of empire. So what could do it for us? The only thing that could do it for us is people getting in the streets like the truckers did in Canada. And if you can put economic hurt on them and shut them down and you have to make politicians scared, like literally scared, you know, um, Chris Hedges tells a story on my show about um, uh, Henry Kissinger and Nixon were in the White House during the war protests and they had lined up uh, school buses uh, uh, inside the fences And Nixon says, what is that there for? And he said, that's there. So if they get through the fences, that'll slow them down. And uh, and Nixon says, yeah, I'm afraid if they get through that, they're going to come for us. And that's exactly where we want them. That's where they have to be. So this whole idea that they tried to turn January 6th into something that people who hate democracy would do. No, that's what we need. I actually think we need more people putting a a scare into politicians so that politicians actually are afraid uh, to go against us and afraid to do the bidding of their donors and actually have to start doing the bidding of the citizens of the United States. That's the only thing that's gonna work. Christian Smalls on Staten Island set a template for that. He organized uh black, white, left, right, Trump voters on Staten Island with a black guy to oppose Jeff Bezos and Amazon and join and start their first union. So I haven't seen Chris small sense, do that again. I would like to see him repeat that. I know he's around the world now in other countries. Uh, so um, but we need another Christian Smalls. We need someone to come up from the labor from and, and do that. Look what they just did in Detroit. That was a huge victory. I don't know why that guy doesn't start his own political party. So that's what we need. We need a party of workers because that's what brings people together. And when people uh, realize they have a there's nothing that helps gay people, LGBT, trans, white and black people more than anything than work Workers coming together and fighting against the oligarchy to get a decent wage, health care and benefits and education and that nothing helps. So it, that's what uh, that's my message. If people need to don't look at your neighbor as your enemy because they're not your enemy, they're being sh- sh- you know, this when I hear um, people talk about white supremacy, uh, Catherine Liu came on my show who was. Asian and she reminded us that most of the poor people in America are white, and most of the poor people in America are oppressed by another white person. So that we we've got to stop using the pol- the, the the language of division and start talking around class lines. And as soon as people do that and politicians do that, that's the only thing that can save this country because the country is already gone. We already are fat. This idea that fascism is coming is a joke. We fascism came, it's here, <laughs> and the people the people who want to pretend that trump is going to bring it are the liars because trump because fascism is here we don't have to worry about Christian fascism. We don't have to worry about Trump fascism. Fascism is here and it's being personified by Joe Biden and his administration 100%. And so it's already here. And people who want to still make you think that it's coming sometime, and if the, if you don't vote Democrat, we're going to get it. Those people, they, when faced with fascism, they turned a blind eye to it because it's, they're class loyal. Those people are class loyal. They're not loyal to the working class. They're not loyal to America. They're loyal to their class and that's why they want you to think that fascism is something on the horizon instead of something we've been living through.
0: Yeah, Okay. exactly. And
1: And this is why I,
0: I think Jimmy Dore is great. And I hope to see you again. Thank you so much, sir. I really appreciate it. I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better being prepared for whatever's coming. Every day I hear something new. You, something's coming from the CDC. Something's coming from the FDA. The, who's trying to take over our healthcare system? All this craziness, and what I know is that one man really changed my life, how I look at everything that's happening to me, health-wise, and that was Dr. Zelenko. He was a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show, and he came up with the most amazing product. Z-Stack has been a game changer for us. We have not been sick since we've been on it. We take it regularly. If we feel like we're coming down with something, we'll double up, but he has all new products over at the website. God rest his soul. He did not leave us unprepared. And that is very important for you to prepare. So he's got Z shield. He's got a kid Z stack, which is awesome. He's got Z flu, Z detox. He's got all kinds of things. He always said to me, your re- your immune system must be clean, resilient, and resistant. This matters the most. And what I can say on top of that is that he supported me, he supported free speech, he supported medical freedom, he supported personal liberty and everything that I believe in, he believed in. He inspired me to be myself, to speak up, to speak out. And what matters is that you are feeling healthy, whole, clean, clear, focused, and that your immune system is protected from anything that comes our way. And Z-Stack is the best way to do that. Please stock up on Z-Stack. Go to the themelkashow.com, go to our partners page, goes down to Z-Stack that also supports the show. When you buy from our partners, these great people, especially Dr. Zelenko, who's dear to me, you are supporting the show and keeping us going. And I know that truth, freedom, and the First Amendment matter to you. They mattered to him, they mattered to me. So make sure you're always healthy, you're always out there, you're always standing up. Be brave, courage is contagious. The narrative is falling apart, but as it does, there's so much of this fraudulent disinformation misinformation censorship coming from the globalists and what we need to do is be focused on the facts cut through everything be discerning and get it first and foremost out there to everyone it is important that you know what is going on censorship is getting nuts you guys know it there's accounts all over the place that are fake that are not me i know you guys send me emails and i really appreciate it and you report it and it's on telegram and instagram and twitter and they're not me So I'm super excited to announce We The People with Mel K. Be the first to join. It's a VIP community, just you and me behind a paywall, no trolls, no nothing. We get to know each other. I will give you the facts first. I break a lot of stories a long time before other people. We can talk about past, present, future, history, what we're doing now, solutions for going forward, what 2024 is going to look like. I'm gonna do breaking news, do a lot of deep dives. I'm gonna bring that information to you guys first in a live Q&A every week. So please click the link below and join me over there. We are going to create a community, a community that is censorship proof, it's cancel proof, It's truth, it's transparency, it's on the road to God, country, justice, everything that we want in one place. This is the most incredible, amazing time to be alive. As hard as it seems and as difficult as the battle has been for you guys and definitely for me, all I know is that we all are part of the solution. We are all involved and invested and you guys have the passion that I have. So let's join together on live Q and A's once a week with me, Mel Kay. We the people of the United States taking back this nation. This is so exciting, guys. I've been dying to do this and we finally got the technology right. So please join me. Click the link below. Can't wait to get started.